Welcome to Ask the Expert, a daily series from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. to help small businesses. You can ask any question in the comments or hashtag QBait on Twitter. And if you need any more advice, you can join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook, where you will find accountants and business experts on hand 24-7. And QuickBooks also have a dedicated COVID-19 information site. So just go to the QuickBooks website, scroll down a little bit, and click on the big Learn More button under the header, Support for You and Your Business During COVID-19. So welcome, everyone. And my name is Thomas, and I'm the director of the Goodvertising Agency. I'm also a public speaker and an author of two books, uh, Goodvertising and The Hero Trap. The Hero Trap is uh, actually out end of June. And at the Goodvertising Agency, we're kind of like a a mixed species, per se, in in the marketing uh, space, because we work in the space of responsibility impact um, and sustainability. And I think this is a really important time to talk about these things. And we work across three business areas, um, inspiration, so doing things like this, webinars, masterclasses, uh, a lot of work uh, internally in companies in terms of getting people to understand uh, the change in the marketing field and and how uh, to adopt sustainability principles. Uh, We also do a lot of campaigning. So big clients like IKEA and smaller clients like the travel startup Goodwins. We also do work in the impact space with uh, a lot of exciting uh, social and environmental entrepreneurs. So this is one of the areas I'm really passionate about and I'm sure that some of you out there uh, might work in that space as well. So really happy that, that you all are joining here today. And I think for me, at least, the crisis has really been an opportunity to kind of rethink what it is that we are doing. And, and how my agency actually came in place was on the back of the financial crisis. And that was at the time I was running a medium-sized uh, traditional marketing agency. And that, for me, at least, was an opportunity to rethink the business. And the thing that kind of sparked my change was, uh, besides, obviously, this time to reflect was the fact that there was COP15 in Copenhagen, so the climate summit, and all the big guys were there. We had Tony Blair, Obama, and I had pretty high expectations in terms of, you know, our elected government leaders coming up with a solution to the climate crisis. And as we all know, uh, which so often happens (laughs) with our elected government officials, nothing really happened. And so for me, this was when I kind of witnessed that companies, brands, marketing have a pretty important role to play in shifting mindsets and shifting behaviors. So what we're going to talk about today is, is really, you know, marketing do's and don'ts during this uh, pandemic. And we're also going to talk a little bit about how to keep sustainability uh, a focus during the pandemic. Because no doubt about it, I mean, I've been in the marketing space for about 20 years. And probably the biggest change I've witnessed is that the stories that we're telling is just only the tip of the iceberg. And it's all that stuff underneath the iceberg today that really does matter. So paying your taxes, how you treat your staff, all that stuff has probably moved to the forefront of the conversations. And I think now during the pandemic, there's a lot of expectations uh, to uh, brands and businesses. And 
it's really a difficult period to navigate in. And there were stats coming out from a research that Edelman uh, did recently that actually did say that 65% of people will, uh, it will have a high impact on the purchasing decisions in terms of how all of us navigate during the pandemic. So this is definitely not a time as a company to stay silent. And I'll just quickly talk about three approaches that I'll encourage you to look at. So saying, doing, and enabling. And the first one saying is obviously talking about some of the stuff that your business is doing during the pandemic. And this can be straightforward things down to like things like opening hours. It can be things like, what are you doing during this crisis? And I think especially things like social media. I mean, even in our agency, we have witnessed a big pivot away from mobile uh, onto desktop use. And I'm sure that a lot of you out there have seen the same. I mean, I've never seen as high numbers. I think it's around 70% the last time I did check. So saying, keep people informed about what you're doing, some of the, the, the precautions you're taking. Secondly, the doing part. I think this is a really a great way for you to demonstrate that you are not just talking about things you can do, but you also want to demonstrate it to your efforts. And this can be things like we're seeing now uh, with, for example, QuickBooks, what they're doing, you know, doing this COVID-19 helpline. It could be things like um, rethinking how you can uh, deliver your products or services. I mean, I've been forced to kind of pivot my business more into the digital space as well. So for those of you in the service business, that's one of the things you can do. Obviously, uh, the hospitality industry have been really hard hit. And what are the things you can do? Maybe opening up for uh, takeaway things. So saying, doing. The last part is really enabling. I think a lot of us are really just eager to go back to a sense of normality and I saw this U.S. bakery chain, and I thought this was really clever. And they created a dedicated website called uh, What the Heck Should I Do With My Children Doing COVID-19? Uh, and offering a lot of useful advice, you know, introducing uh, fun plays that you can do with your kids. So this is really just about thinking about how you can activate people, offer them useful advice. I mean, Varys and the U.S. Telco did something that I thought was very clever. They launched an entertainment channel with lots of uh, exciting artists. But secondly, they also launched a dedicated site saying, if you wanted to support your local business, this is where you can do it. So from saying to doing to enabling, and it's really about making people feel that they're part of this effort and thinking cleverly about what you can do. And it's not easy. I, I, I very much see this as kind of like a three-legged stool because all of us are obviously struggling with the economic impacts on our businesses. Secondly, the social side of it, you know, uh, I've had to lay off staff. You know, how do you prioritize that? And the, and the third leg is all, obviously the environmental side. So this is a really tough balancing act to get right. And Again, it's about communicating it. It's about telling your customers why you do uh, the sort of decisions and why you take those decisions. Uh, so be as transparent as you can. It's always uh, a very, very good advice. And actually, if you think 
I, I looked at these uh, numbers coming out from the independent, which I thought was actually really, really curious, uh, which actually said there was only 9% of Brits that are actually looking forward uh, to going back to normal because they're prioritizing things like some of the closer bonds that they experienced during this time, uh, cooking and all that stuff. I think we, sh- we all have seen that on uh, the uh, social uh, feeds that's happening. And as a marketeer, one of the things I'm curious about is obviously to change people's behaviors is notoriously difficult. And typically you say you need three months to create a successful behavior change. And I'm sure for those of you who tried to quit smoking, you can recognize this. And a lot of us now have been stuck inside for quite some while. So it's going to be interesting going forward to see what implications that's going to have in terms of people's urge to go shopping, in terms of people's urge to go back to normal and, and using some of their local stores and restaurants. So that was a bit of an introduction. Uh, ask the Expert is really about involving you and for you to ask as many questions as possible. So please use the hashtag and, and ask questions. And we do actually have uh, a couple of questions uh, coming in right now. So... Emmanuel from uh, Twitter have asked, what kind of impact do you hope your new book will have with your audience? So thank you so much, Emmanuel, for that question. So my first book, Good Advertising, was really about, it was a trend book just saying, you know, consumers today demand that businesses are more responsible. That's just become mainstream. My new book, The Hero Trap, is really about saying that when everybody's claiming to uh, live up to higher social standards, environmental standards. How do you then create a believable preposition as a business? And in the book, I've looked at the fact that it's really not about making your business the hero of the narrative. It's much more about making your customers the hero of the narrative and really motivating them to see the change that they want to see in their lives. So for me, the first book, the second book for me is always inspiring people Uh, like you out there to create the changes that are needed in your businesses. So I hope that um, did answer your question, Emmanuel. So thank you so much for that. And we have a second uh, question as well. Uh, So uh, Mo from Facebook. Uh, So thank you, Mo. I have to admit my business is not doing a lot when it comes to being sustainable, but I want to change that. What are some of the smaller things you can advise me we can do as a small business of 10 people? I think a good start would be in the office and people's mindset. Mo, this is obviously uh, something that a lot of people are struggling with, and especially small businesses, because quite often the challenge is that you don't have somebody who is necessarily dedicated to sustainability. What I would do, obviously, I don't know if you are the business owner, but for me, the change that I see that's important is actually giving somebody the responsibility and somebody who's actually passionate about sustainability. And I would say a lot of the young people I see coming into my business, it kind of just happens naturally. They, they want to do the things. And one very easy exercise you can do is asking people, because for me, sustainability is not just about responsibility. It's about running a more effective business. So one very easy exercise you can do is asking people, to look for waste. And maybe you're asking them to go out there with their iPhones and document waste they see. And when we've done this uh, workshop in businesses, one of the clever things I saw was somebody actually taking a picture 
of the clock on the wall and said, obviously, time can be a big factor in waste. But sustainability is a journey mode, so have patience and, and think about those small efforts you can do in your daily life. So I hope that answered that question. So we have another question from Trisha via Twitter. So thank you so much, Trisha. So Trisha just started her own make, um, uh, starting as a, a makeup artist. I'm not seeing any clients right now for obvious reasons, but with a little budget, do you have a tip? tips with how I can successfully implement social media for our brand. Trisha, obviously, as you've seen, a lot of people are rushing into the digital space, doing uh, things like webinars, etc. First of all, think about if there's anything that you can offer or even sell online. You know, think about if you can do something in a web shop. Uh, maybe that can be uh, useful makeup tips that can be downloaded, that can be a PDF that you can sell even for as little as maybe five pounds or something like that. Maybe you want to you know, embrace things like a YouTube channel, maybe explore some of the live streaming options out there. Or as uh, I have seen with a lot of gyms out there and a lot of personal trainers, see if you can offer um, maybe one-on-one uh, sessions at least that will be an opportunity to to reach your clients. And for me, at least, I use this opportunity to build up my client base, to get uh, things sorted like my customer relationship management. So actually uh, being more clever about who my some of the customers. And so, Tricia, one of the things you can do is actually through those live feeds, through those engagements, is really building up your customer base. Then when you're back to normal business, this is where you can hopefully convert some of those into paying clients. And we have a question. So, so we are, and thank you so much. It's so interesting to see all these different industries coming together. And so I have a question from Alex via Twitter. And he says, I run three bowling alley centers and have been making print at home activity kits to help our core customer base, kids and parents. Is there anything more we can do while we have to remain closed? Again, when I said uh, the thing about enabling, I think, and I really love the idea that you have already uh, done uh, with the print at home activity kits. That's lovely. Maybe, maybe it's bowling tutorials. I mean, some of the things that are always extremely popular on social is teaching for people new skill sets. And a lot of us obviously have a bit more time on hand, even though that might be kids running around and disturbing some of that free time. But at least that's one way you can do it. And as I said to Tricia, I think this is really about being clever on how you can uh, reach more customers, how you can uh, maybe get more data on your customers. So maybe the thing is that maybe you want to give away something for free online so, for example, on my website, I'm giving a, a free compact version of my book away. The only thing I ask is obviously for people to share their contact details. And then in that way, I can keep a dialogue uh, with people on uh, through emails. Obviously, secondly, on, on social, this is a good opportunity to maybe professionalize your uh, Facebook page a bit more. If you're using Twitter, whatever social channels you have, that's a good opportunity. So one, one thing you can always ask yourself about, how can you add to people's lives during this time? Helpful advice, 
uh, new exciting activities. So at least, Alex, that is, is, uh, is a couple of things that you can do. And we have a question as well from Liam, and he's asking, Hi, Thomas. Uh, I run a small landscaping business. Do you have any tips with how we can tweak our marketing material to be more sensitive in these times? And thank you, Liam, because that's one thing that I actually haven't touched so much on. But And I'm, I'm sure that some of you have had to change your marketing material. I mean, just the pure fact that showing people uh, having a fun time together is really not promoting social distancing. So I'm sure that some of you have had to kind of reach out to your photographers or maybe you have a ad agency or print shop helping out with some of that stuff and, and, and change some of that material. I think, again, you know, as I said, uh, introductory rise, I don't think this is a time where you should just not say a thing. I think this is really about offering comfort, offering tips. I mean, people... You know, we're all kind of craving for that sense of normality. So I think, uh, I think Liam, again, landscaping, there's lots of stuff you can do. I, I think during this time, I'm, I'm certain that like a lot of us have had to do with haircuts <laughs> on, on no haircuts. I'm sure that some people now have had to kind of do a lot of that gardening themselves. And, uh, I'd, I'd be the first to admit, I don't really have green fingers. So is there something that you can help me do in that period? So the enabling part that I talked about, I mean, that'd be increasing, that'd be tremendously helpful. And I'd, I'd, I'd be the first to also admit that, you know, I, I'm lucky to have a balcony. So at least this has actually been a time where I can actually go out there and experiment with some tomato plants and stuff like that. So, you know, Liam, I'd appreciate any good advice you can give me on some of that stuff. So that's at least one thing you can do. So the sensitivity part of it, I mean, obviously think about some of those, you know, government guidelines. Don't ever show images where people are not living up to some of those government guidelines, so, such as social distancing as such, that would be wrong. So if your marketing material is reflecting that, I would really think seriously about how you can change that. Thank you, Liam. And we also have... Uh, Nico asking a question. So, hey, Thomas, your books look super interesting. Where do you find the inspiration when writing your books? So I think this is something that I guess all of you can recognize when you started your own business. I think there's two really kind of strong drivers when you do things like whether that is book or starting a landscaping business or whether you move into the kind of makeup business. It's, it's often love or hate that you see something that you love so much, you just can't stop doing it. Or you see something that you hate so much, you just absolutely want to change it or create something that's better. For me, the first book, uh, as I said, was uh, really on the back of financial crisis. So the business was struggling. I was dealing with a lot of uh, small uh, local clients that had gone through a really tough time and was cutting down a marketing budget. So for me, I kind of had to reinvent the business. And, and my moment there was obviously the climate summit that kind of sparked me to think about that maybe responsibility, maybe sustainability is here to stay. My second book got provoked by the fact that now a decade had passed since my last book, and I didn't really see the change that I'd hoped for move as fast as it could. And I actually saw that in so many ways, when it comes to changing behaviors, we are our own biggest enemies of that change. So that was the thing that sparked me to write that book. So I think a lot of these things are just about 
going out there, doing it, trying it. And I think these are actually excellent times to reinvent your business and to try new things. And I, I got to say that I'm normally on the road probably 180 days. So I'm not used to doing these sort of things, but I have, I have had a tremendous opportunity to connect with people in new ways. So I'm actually starting to enjoy this. So use this opportunity to, to rethink and, and look for new opportunities. So um, a question from Rosanna. Good morning. Are there any brands out there right now that you feel is doing sustainability right and are serious about the cause? Thank you so much, Rosanna. I mean, as I said earlier, I mean, sustainability is a journey and it's never easy. And that shouldn't make you give up on that journey. I think as small and medium-sized businesses, this is a real opportunity for you to go a bit further because the fact is that for big business, it's notoriously difficult to change. I mean, if you look at the complexity of a big business, the number of suppliers, et cetera, that's tough. Where, for example, I worked a lot with smaller businesses in the fashion space, and there you have a real opportunity to change suppliers and to think about more sustainable solutions which I do believe can be a uh, real strong selling point for you in, as a smaller or medium-sized business. I mean, obviously, depending on where you look for the inspiration, I think B Corp, the B Corporation, which is getting stronger and stronger in the UK, is a good thing to look at. They have a sort of methodology that helps you, so it's kind of like a point-based type thing, kind of like getting marks in school, uh, so you can keep improving. So have a look at, at the B Corp movement in, in the UK. That's a great place to start. And it's really both representing small, medium-sized businesses. And it does also have quite a few uh, big businesses uh, like Kickstarter, uh, like Danone and others. So thank you so much, uh, Rosanna, for that uh, question. So Joanna is asking uh, another question uh, through Twitter. So thank you, Joanna. I run a boutique digital agency and we've been doing quite well. And I have even had to scale up by hiring a couple more freelancers, taking us to a team of four. How can we scale up to take our business to the next level? So, John, this is actually something that I have uh, witnessed myself. I mean, we work across a multitude of disciplines within marketing and for websites and things like that, we actually do work with a digital agency partner and they are tremendously busy, <laughs> and uh, which is obviously great because, as I said, a lot of this advice that I have talked about is really trying to embrace uh, social channels. Maybe it's about using this time to improve your online presence or maybe even to uh, think about what products can you sell online. I will say one thing, Jonna, that, that at this time, one of unfortunate uh, unfortunate things that is happening in the marketing and advertising industry is a lot of people are laid off. This is something that we see across a lot of industries, some industries more hard, hard hit than others. And I do know there's lots of websites out there at the moment with people who are looking for work. So I think uh, this is a real opportunity for you to scale up. And I think also... Jonah, this is a time where you can talk about the importance of digital in this time and, and create content like the one, like, like things we're doing right now, where we talk about what are some of the easy tricks that small and medium-sized businesses can do during this time? What are some, some of the social media hacks that 
businesses can do out there. So you want to use this opportunity again. I think it's a great opportunity to scale up and put a, a, a great uh, business plan in place. So sorry for those short answers. I just feel that I want to answer as many as possible. So sorry if some of them are a bit short, but we still have a few minutes left. So uh, keep asking and keep the questions coming. So uh, Milo's asking a question here. With lockdown in place, we're seeing pollution fall in some cases by 50%, which is great to see. How do you feel people's attitudes and change post-COVID-19 about the environment, if anything? Milo, really interesting question, and this is something that I'm thinking about quite a bit myself. The scary part, though, is that even though we see pollution levels fall across the globe, it's actually not enough yet to reach those 1.5 that uh, is is what the government wants us to reach. So we, we're still not at the place where we should be at in terms of tackling climate change. I mean, I think at least that I have never in, in my 20 years in marketing experienced anything as dramatic as this. I think this is the first time where you know, people have been cut off from going to the local stores, et cetera. And as I said, in terms of behavior change, you know, it's really tough to predict what is going to happen because some of these things that we have experienced during this lockdown might stick. Things like spending more time with family, things like actually enjoying cooking, things like uh, taking up a new hobby. And and some of that might stick and, and what ramifications that might have on consumption and and this uh, crazy idea about always pumping up gdp that's tough to say i do hope and i mean i do see big businesses now coming together and obviously urging governments to think about how grants can be connected how government support can be connected to uh, environmental commitments so that's obviously something that i'm i'm, I'm watching uh, with lots of interest but again as i said i'll urge you uh, all to kind of take this opportunity to look at how you can pivot your business towards more uh, sustainable practices because I think you have a real chat I think you have a real opportunity to do that and obviously such a shame we're kind of the, the clock is ticking this is obviously going tremendously fast and and sorry if I didn't come to your question just yet I will say it's really tough to predict the future uh, all you can do is actually create the future that you want. So obviously, if you have any more questions, you know, you're welcome to get in contact with the QuickBooks team. You're also more than welcome to reach out to me. I'm very easy to find either on goodadvertisingagency.com, thomascolster.com. I'm on most social media, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. So feel free to connect if you have any uh, more questions. And obviously, uh, this is not the end of it. I will truly encourage you to join uh, this exciting session tomorrow as well. Um, so there's another episode of Ask the Expert, where uh, Johan Gori, uh, a chartered manager and the managing director of JGBC, will take in your questions. So do tune in. And again, a reminder to all of you that if you need any more advice, please join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Lots of really helpful advice. And obviously, uh, they will have accountants and business experts on hand 24-7. So thank you all for joining uh, this webinar and live stream. And I wish you all to stay safe and hopefully 
really try and think about how you can take your business to the next step during this uh, pandemic, really rethink your business and all the best of luck from my side. Thank you so much all.